Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. All right. Yeah, you know, there's all these ads for the propositions now. And it was like, I don't know why, but it was like almost genuinely jarring when Batman slash Gavin Newsom came onto my TV and was like, Prop 30 is a lie. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, Christian Bale, I didn't know he's a Democrat. Batman! <laughs> yeah, it took me like three minutes to realize Gavin Newsom. Yep. It was only when he hadn't thrown a, a phone against the camera <laughs> for the entirety of the ad that I thought about it. I understand. Who? All right, guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. But yeah, man, you know, I think She-Hulk is, like, fun. Like, I don't know why anyone doesn't like it. You know uh, why. Well, I mean, of course, what's really weird about that, though, uh, is that, like, She-Hulk is supposed to be female. It's not like they recast She-Hulk as, yeah. like, it yeah. wasn't like He-Hulk. <laughs> they already sure. got a He-Hulk, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't, know what everyone's deal is, man. She-Hulk is, like, very pleasant. It's well, like a fun show. Just, there's a lot of manufactured rage about pretty much any new thing that comes out. That's true. It's just, it's funny, because I'm like, I think I'm a cynic and like kind of a, a, a curmudgeon. Like, I dislike 60% of Marvel things. I know. And I'm talking about like every show that's come out has disappointed me at some point. Yeah. Even the ones I liked. Yeah. Like episode one of Loki was like good. Yeah. I was like really unhappy after episode four. Because like <laughs> I liked that show. Sure, sure. But this is just like, it's just like good times. And dude, like Tim Roth is fun in it. Mm-hmm. Like Brandon Wong is really funny in it. It reminds me of when he was on It Crowd. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was on yeah, IT yeah, Crowd. Yeah, yeah. I called it It Crowd. Yeah. He was on IT Crowd right, in yeah. the underground yeah, um, um, uh, game show. Yeah, the, the countdown. countdown. Yes. <laughs> Jinx. Yes. Dude, that was an excellent episode. <laughs> we should we should have a, have a game called Jinx, where it's just two people trying to say the same thing at the same time <laughs> for 60 minutes. It's like, they've bought four coats. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucking some SNL cast That's member. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, okay, guys. Well, anyway, so welcome to Petri Dish, guys. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Guys, uh, we've explored the wide, wide world of hepatitis, part one. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to finish up our hepatitis <laughs> by talking about chronic hepatitis. You don't even remember what we talked about. That's that not true. <laughs> in episode one, we talked about the hepatitis that are acute. And now we got to talk about them chronic ones. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. Hey. Okay, Sean, define chronic for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chronic. Yeah, sure. Uh, do you want to actually get into the episode first or do you want well, to do no, that now? I, I just figured, talk. okay, well, all I was trying to say it was like, you know, whereas we talked about uh, variants of hepatitis. Well, actually, it's interesting because hepatitis relates just to condition, right? Right. So hepatitis viruses are very different from each other. They're right. just different species. So two of the acute ones, uh, A and E, are yeah. actually very different viral species. So they're yeah. not variants of each other. Right. Like Delta and Omicron are variants right. of the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're not similar in the same sense that like, 
the one that's causing coronavirus right now we call SARS-CoV-2. Right. Because it's kind of similar to the SARS virus, right? Right. Not even similar like that. Like, these are two fucking very distantly right. related They're viruses. They're just linked by the fact that they both fuck with your liver. That is right. So, okay. So, today we're going to talk about the hepatitis, the, yep. the viruses that fuck with your liver yeah. that are chronic. Right. These are the naughty ones. These yeah. are the ones, it's true that Americans, on average, know 15 people with these versions of hepatitis. <laughs> Right? So, like, someone in your life has hepatitis. Wow. Let's talk about it. Oh, only if you This know culture of silence <laughs> must not stand. All right, all right. Let's, let's get into Band it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, guys. So let's let's just like really quickly rehash chronic hepatitis, hepatitis that flares up over and over again, right? Right, right. So like A and E, like we were talking about last time, they'll hit you. And sometimes they might hit you hard. It kind of depends on your condition and everything. Pregnant women, for example, hepatitis E can be very dangerous. So it's not like being acute means that it's safe or anything. Doesn't mean it's cute. Right. Exactly. Being acute don't mean that it's cute. Like sugar. Sugar is dangerous, even though he's cute. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about BTS right now. Huh? I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I'm bringing it back. Oh my god. Uh, let's <laughs> get like the, ten years ago. Let's get the band back together. <laughs> okay, but chronic ones are the kinds where maybe you'll get a little bit sick the first time around, but then it will keep coming back. It'll keep coming back. Maybe it'll be years apart, but you'll keep having this issue where it's messing with your liver function. Okay, and your liver can become more and more damaged over time. And less and less able to repair itself as it gets scarred. Mm. Your liver is actually an interesting organ in your body in that, like, I guess, you know. It's not. No, just kidding. It's it's interesting. It's just like, you know, uh, I think we take for granted that our organs can heal. Because, for example, if we get a cut on our skin, we see our skin heal. Right. We're like, oh, we have this regenerative capacity. Some people can get their arm cut off and can grow it back. (laughs) They're called mutants. Yeah, they're fun. Liver does not heal back well, right? No, it does. Oh, it that's does? what I'm saying. Fuck. Is that like, like, so like skin, skin, <laughs> you set me up. skin might make us think that all of our organs have this capacity, right. but like, for example, our hearts yeah. have almost no regenerative capacity. That's interesting. If your heart gets damaged, you're pretty much going to have that damaged heart for that's it. Okay. All right. All right. So all right, yeah. All right. So basically, you know, uh, there are organs, plenty of organs in our body where if they get damaged, you really have a limited ability to repair them. Your liver though, right. on the other hand, can actually repair itself a lot. Like yeah. there's a lot of elements of your liver that can get damaged and then bounce back from it. Okay. Right. It's just that if you have enough chronic damage to it, gradually over time you will start building up scar tissue okay it'll try to heal back but it'll form a scar just like if you get a really bad cut it'll heal Mm. but you'll have a scar there right Mm. and when that happens to your liver over time it loses function that's called cirrhosis when you get more and more scar tissue on your liver okay cirrhosis is only for livers like you can't say i have cirrhosis of the eye or something. As far as I'm aware. Okay, cool. Yeah, so medical cirrhosis. doctors, if that's not true, let me know. This is how but. hepatitis actually kills somebody, right? It's like scarring your liver over time? Uh, yes, typically. It yeah. can also cause cancer. Okay. In the sense that causing that damage repeatedly can right. also cause inflammation in your liver. Right. That's the hepatitis part. It's kind of like the war in Ukraine happening around nuclear power plants, right? Is like the war itself is a cirrhosis. And if you hit the nuclear power plant and it went up in flames, that would be the cancer. 
Now you mutated this, everything. This might work out. <laughs> this, this, I think that might check out. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you I think, think that's going to use tactical nukes, dude? No. You don't think so? No. I was reading this cool article about it that was like, do it, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was, it, was not, it was not like that, nor was it cool. <laughs> it was wonky and didn't say that. I think you should just, you know, get one fake victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like have him like take one small town and yeah. then be like, we did it, guys. He should we just, did it, and then just like, call to it. Panama. <laughs> He's like the richest man on earth. He's got a lot of money. He's got it, a lot of money. It, isn't it like, you know, people talk about how humans are primarily selfish. Like, this is like the lie of capitalism, is that humans are primarily rational actors li- looking out for their self-interest. Putin, he ain't, he ain't fully selfish. Am I right? Like, if he's fully selfish, he already had it going. Yeah. He really cares about the Russian myrrh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he yeah. wants the... <laughs> he does have this strange <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. compulsion to stick it out right. and, like, really try to win this one. <laughs> he's, like, the richest man on earth. If that's all the motivated people, we would not have a war in Ukraine. That's true. That's true, because he's already got it. So take that capitalism. Yeah. Wow. All right. We nailed it. So, okay, so the two big chronic hepatitis yep. are B and C. Yep. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to mention, though, that there is a hep D. Ooh. Okay. And hep D can make things worse, although it's not one of the big two, the, the B right. or C. Hep D is interesting in that it only can replicate in people who already have hepatitis B. Wow. All right. But so, it's a different virus. It is a different virus. Weird. But it borrows some of the proteins from hep B in uh, order to replicate itself. So literally, it cannot replicate itself unless people are infected with hep B. Right. But hep D does make hepatitis B worse, symptom-wise. So it's not like it's just in the background doing nothing. It actually right. does make things worse if you have both. Okay, okay. okay. So hep B and C, despite... Because <laughs> you, you got all your food, right? And then the takes a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> Feeds their kids. And then there's more kids making everything worse. <laughs> I guess... I guess if we beep out strategically, <laughs> we can keep it. I like that one. I, I do want to keep it, but gypsy. <laughs> I, I had a buddy who I was I was I was making a gypsy joke. I'm sorry, right? Yeah. And then I was kidding because gypsies are so esoteric to me. Like it's not a real thing. All I've ever heard about gypsies is stuff that's so virulently racist. I'm like, wow, gypsies are a very maligned community. Uh-huh. And I was making a joke about it, and someone was like, that's true. And I was like, ah, geez. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, we're in trouble now. Oh, Oh, we did it. We did it. All right, anyway. Um, Okay. Okay, so, so, but we're done with hep D now. Yeah, so hepatitis B and C, the two big boys, despite both causing chronic hepatitis, are not even close to related to each other. Interesting. They're almost as distantly related as two viruses can be. Right, and again, this this should actually not be weird to us at all. We're so used to names referring to genetic groups nowadays, but again, hepatitis just refers to symptoms. Right. So this is, like, not weird at all. Yeah, yeah. Especially diseases that got named in a little bit of older times, right? They're much more symptom-based. So because hepatitis B and C are very different viruses, they tend to exacerbate one another. So Mm. you can actually get both of them, and they can both fuck you up pretty seriously. That sucks. Okay. Hepatitis B and C are both blood-borne pathogens. So to get it, your blood needs to come into contact with someone else's blood. Right. This can happen through accidents and injuries, but also from sharing of needles, from a mother to child during yeah. birth. I mean, someone we know got it through intravenous, um, you know, because when they delivered a kid, mm. they had so much blood loss that then they had to get transfusions mm-hmm. and the blood had hepatitis C. It wasn't tested or whatever. Yeah, or, so yeah. interestingly enough, the kid, no problem, 
right? Sure, it happened yeah. afterwards. Right, yeah, yeah. Huge bummer. Yeah. I mean, what I've learned from Game of Thrones is that it's hard to be a woman. And yes. and this is just another example if, of that. If there was one message from the latest uh, from the latest incarnation of Game of Thrones, it's that dragons hate thrones. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all it picked up from the last episode. <laughs> Man, this dragon really hates thrones, dude. So, um, dragons are smart and allegorical. <laughs> so, like nowadays in you know modern places. Blood that's donated is tested regularly in order to make sure that there aren't bloodborne pathogens like hepatitis B and C. Right. But before we knew what the fuck those things were or right. how to test for them properly, sometimes it slipped through the cracks. Basically. Well, and I can't remember, but this happened in some country that will go unnamed because okay. it's like almost okay. intrinsically racist to be like, oh, blank country, you know, a shithole. <laughs> Great. Um, you know, I mean, what's interesting is I'm pretty certain it's either Argentina or Korea or America. all shitholes it probably happened in america didn't it (laughs) we we try we try to test for it yeah um so with hepatitis b around 10 percent of people who are infected with it will end up with chronic hepatitis bummer all right out of those that's actually a lot better than expected though only 10 percent. okay so then out of the 90 percent it's just like they don't end up getting chronic hepatitis yeah that's like how polio actually only fucked up like a pretty small percentage of people right uh yes especially yeah. like hardcore fucked up right the, yeah, the kind yeah. where like your, your nerves get on the, yes yeah. fdr style right yeah, yeah isn't it interesting that we just like decided to care about those things in our country at one point whereas now it's like yeah let them die <laughs> well you know the bigger one for me yeah is that long covid yeah is gonna fuck with people in a lot of ways for yeah. like the long term right and if there's one thing we're definitely shitty at like clearly the pandemic response could have been better yeah right Something we're definitely bad yeah, at. I got the checks, though. Is Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. financially, it was I, great. I did, too. Yeah. yeah, and I still haven't gotten COVID, so well, that's great. But the long-term care of people, yeah. we are terrible at. Just writ large. And, like, yes. We're awful at caring for people long-term yeah. on an individual level. Yeah. yeah, people who aren't even sick. But, like, these people are going to be sick, and they're going to have elements yeah. of disabilities. It, not just physical stuff, but also, like, there's a brain fog symptom right. of long COVID. Crazy, man. And, like, we're going to be seeing that on a huge societal level. And people are going to say it's oligomers that cause it. They're going to get in this French cul de sac about it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Republicans are going to be like, how do we know it wasn't their personal responsibility oh, to not have gotten yeah. COVID? Well, so we're going to be like, well, mm. but they're, they're all going to have COVID. So that's <laughs> so going to be confusing. You know, Donald, Donald Trump's got some brain fuck, am I right? <laughs> I'd like to think that a, a, an early variant got into Donald Trump and inherited brain fog oh, from Donald. That's where that's and where COVID got, got, got it. Him. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, a lot yeah. of sense. Anyway, out of the ten percent of people, you guys, gotta stop taking documents. Am I right? <laughs> so just, just this is crazy. Yeah. Just don't keep them. And and the ones you got, give them all up. What 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 are you doing now that's going to make things better? He's you know like, what, I mean? what else am I going to sell to the Saudis? <laughs> you know? So, like I was saying, with hepatitis B, 10% of the people who are infected with it will end up with chronic hepatitis. Right. And then out of those 10%, 15 to 25% will go on to have liver failure, cirrhosis, or liver cancer. Huge okay? bummer. So that is a minority of both of those levels, yeah. right? But it is still a noticeable amount of people. That's still like a shit ton though, right? I mean, yeah. like, didn't, didn't you tell me some, or is this later? Like, there's some numbers that you have here that like, yeah, like a million people die from this shit a year, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's that's serious. still a lot of fucking this, this people. This is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to put some realness on these percentages. Yeah. 
and with hepatitis C, more than half of the people infected with the virus will develop chronic hepatitis. Wow, okay. And then about 5 to 25% of those people will develop cirrhosis Damn. and liver failure, etc. What is it about, like, structurally, like, as, you know, proteins and viruses and shit? Mm -hmm. What's so much worse about hep C than hep B? Yeah, so... We're actually going to get into that in the next segment, but let's take a break what? first because basically part of that has to do with how immune evasive one of them is. Mm. And we'll get into it. Cool. My name is Tyler Jerry. You may know me from such edgy travelogues as A Lonely Sailor's Guide to Bangkok and Man Parts Unknown. If you're like me, you love a hot and hotty ride in a rickshaw. There's no better way to explore former colonies in style. Then you go home, stuck in your dinghy Kia, and doesn't it make you wish you were riding a carriage, pulled by some thick dandy? Then mount up, missy, and download Rick Rolls. It's like Uber, but you'll be picked up by a hot rod and a sexy rickshaw. We hire only the strongest and sweatiest men to pull your ride, so anyone who sees you will know you're queen bitch. Don't fuck with me. I've got a rickshaw. Some would say, why a rickshaw? They're slower than basically anything else. Those people are pussies. They don't get power. So leave the ride sharing to them. Our gents are eager to take you where you need to be. Hail them and ride them all the way through town with Rick Rods. Download today. You know who wasn't immune evasive was Kevin Spacey. Am I right? No, it's like dude, allegations come that out. That dude walked right and into And the it. first thing he did was like make a video where he was like, you're going to love me. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, okay, man, bye. Yeah. yeah. The, there, was, there was a solid chunk of people who weren't sure and then watched that video and were like, that man's a pervert. Kevin Spacey scraped thousands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it's a, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, look, right. so one of the big differences between hepatitis B and hepatitis C is that hep B has a safe and effective vaccine available, right? which everyone should get. Okay, okay? cool. Hepatitis B vaccine for life, too. Is, it's a very solid one. Um, it seems like you are protected for the rest of your life if you get the shot and the boosters that you're supposed to get. Okay? And there are several vaccines that are approved in the U.S., although... Most of them basically just use antigens from the viruses, like small protein chunks, pieces mm. of the virus, to stimulate the immune response. So, so there's you no could live drink virus. a protein shake, and it'd do the same thing then, right? There's a lot of chunks of protein <laughs> yeah, in that. A lot of pig. So, hey. Andre Day's with that. Maybe with Have you filmed anything? Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Anything? Yeah, come on, man. It's just the sound design to that. What's Stacey the sound design? Stacey, uh, I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, it's true I'm that Stacey's busy, but, you know, whatever. She's busy anyway. buying berets for me, am I right? <laughs> Dude. The beret looks good. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah. I like it. I've lost um, three pounds. You, you lost three pounds because of the beret? Yeah. I put it on and <laughs> like a little French fairy came out of it and dunked me three times oh, and I lost uh -oh. a few pounds. What did the French fairy do? <laughs> he was like, you used to teach me, didn't you? <laughs> Took me away and married me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. 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 Macron reference. Beautiful. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, where the fuck were we? Um, 
So in this vaccine, there is no live virus in there. Okay, okay. so it's good for even people who are immunocompromised. That's Obviously, cool. consult with your doctor. But like, the main point is that there's no infectious virus in there. Unlike a few vaccines that are still around. What about us Americans who don't believe in doctors? Can we consult uh, like our shaman? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Consult nature. So we were driving in downtown, uh-huh. and we got onto like the one ten or something. And there's this one little place um, where you can merge from the ten to the one ten or whatever that freeway is, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's just like a twenty four seven witch coven. <laughs> it's just like we passed a few times now. It's just like because it's in like the grodiest part of that on ramp mm-hmm. and it just says on the sign it's like open 2 a.m to 6 right? <laughs> it's just like fortunes wow <laughs> we should totally do like that's a guest fun episode. some baba yaga shit in there <laughs> yeah, yeah we should actually generally invite someone to talk about the science of their witchcraft why that would be do like you think that would so genuinely be interesting fun? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds genuinely disturbing but you know whatever whatever it's okay keep going, it's okay keep going. okay in contrast There is no vaccine for hepatitis C. Mm. People have been trying for years, and I think the most recent news that I saw was from 2021, that one of the vaccines that was in a phase two trial failed. It did not protect against infection. Wow. Despite producing an antibody response and a T-cell response. So they could measure that the immune system was reacting to the vaccine, but that was not good enough to protect against the hepatitis C virus. Why is hep C so evasive? Yeah. So there's maybe two reasons. Mm. One reason is that hepatitis C has a lot of strains running around, a lot of variants, basically. And so maybe it's difficult to design a vaccine that can kind of cover all of your bases. Right. Or maybe, you know, they got unlucky, basically. They designed the vaccine. Presumably the vaccine would still work on some of those cases, right? Because it's not like everyone they test would have different variants. That's true. But at the end of the day, what you're looking for is a statistical signal. Right. right? And so if 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 you protect it. If their efficacy is 20%, it doesn't pass muster, baby. It doesn't pass, right? Um, but like only 1% of humans matter because of wealth. So like, what do we care if it protects 20% of people? That's still 90% we, better than capitalism. Have we opened it up? Have we opened it up to 1%? I thought it was the 0.1% that actually matters. <laughs> That's true. I didn't That's know true. we were doing 1% all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <it's> communists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like, what? Like what seven, are you, Athens? That's like 70 million people. That's way too many people to matter. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine uh, them all at a party? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at the Poconos. Um, okay, so look. <laughs> Where is that, by the way? I think it's somewhere near Pennsylvania, near Philly, because like, there, that, the there's an episode. The there's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where a big storm was coming. Poconos. Yeah, and Mac really wanted to get to the Poconos because it's a mountain. <laughs> so he was like, "That's gonna get us away." Oh, have you been watching any Welcome to Wrexham? Not yet. Okay. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Calm down. You need to quit and watch more TV, dude. Although I did hear that Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And uh, McElhenney. Mac- Mac- because of the show, I know how to say his name. Yeah. McElhenney. Yeah. Well, fuck you, man. Yeah. This is my mom. Um, they, they, they got like a prostate exam or something, and they like filmed it. What? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. To, to like raise awareness. They like, oh. they like kept the camera on their faces their whole time. As yeah. they're like, I, I think it was prostate. It was something fun. That's cool. There, there was some there was some. Yeah, I stuff. think, you know, I read this really douchebaggy Vulture article that was like, you know, like these smarmy rich people you know trying to like what what's their whole angle about self-promotion with this thing it's like a dialectic of three of the worst human critics ever wow. and i was like i don't know man like the show just seems like a lot of fun to me yeah. you know and it seems like it's cool that they bought this club and it seems like everyone erects him like is pretty pleased about how it's panned out and uh-huh. and perhaps more importantly like 
like, I don't know, like self-promotion. It's like Ryan Reynolds' Ryan Reynolds' movie career is the self-promotion for all his <laughs> whack-ass, like, other things. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. like the, the movies are the promotion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, the tequila is not the promotion for Deadpool. <laughs> you know, Wrexham, <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham does not make Deadpool a more successful franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, Ryan Reynolds could literally just walk outside, and it's immediately getting promoted, right? Yeah. Like, like, there's going to be people taking pictures right. of him. Also, this is like a Welsh football club. It costs two million dollars. Yeah. Like, like these are poor people in the poorest, or these are rich people in the poorest sense of rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, dude, we have relatives who could buy Rex and That's see. true. That's true. You know, that's, and it's beautiful. You okay. and me could stay for ten years, and we could buy a Welsh football club. Like, that's fucked up. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is something actually very scary about what you right. just said. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 basically saying like to knock Rob and Ryan about that inequality is like totally missed the point about the broader structure of inequality that we live in right now. Yep, these are not Ted Bowley buying Chelsea, right? <laughs> or Roman Abramovich for that matter. Sure, you know they're not like laundering fucking Russian war money into buying Wrexham FC. Yeah, they just you wanted know? to own a football team. Yeah, and like make a, you know, honestly, I think like the premise of buying the football team is mostly to have a really cool documentary. Yeah. Which is great because it's a great documentary. There you go. There I you hate go. Vulture. Yeah, well. Anyway. They're Vultures. Yep. It's like in the name. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you named your website Stupid Piece of Shit? <laughs> like, like it would be, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's at least halfway honest. Stupidpieceofshit.com. No, you're not. <laughs> oh. You're gonna be nice. Smart. Wow. And you're if you're poop, you're gold, dude. You're gold poop. Gold big old geese. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) A goose that poops the biggest golden poop. Alright, well look. That was long. Anyway. I just feel passionate about it. And you need to watch the the only thing I was trying to say. (laughs) I have feelings about it. Was that hepatitis C exists. We don't have a vaccine for it. People are still trying, but honestly, it's like not looking so hot. Yeah. There are some antivirals we can give people. And actually, the antivirals are pretty good to the extent where if it's relatively early and you don't have a lot of liver damage yet, you could basically be cured of your chronic hepatitis with these antivirals. This is going to be like a really stupid question. Did antivirals exist before HIV research? Um, Because I only know them vis-a-vis like HIV research. uh, I'm trying to think of the earliest retroviral that I can think of. Um... Yeah, I think they did, but a lot of research centered around HIV really opened up an entire sort of group of them related to antiretroviral right. treatments, and that has become like a very big area that sometimes those drugs will get repurposed for other viruses. That's cool. So I, I do think that that was a big kind of explosion of that class of virus. All right, well, let's take a break yeah. from this and Wrexham, right? Yes. Let's switch subjects. Yes. Let's talk about whales more generally <laughs> and antivirals, <laughs> right? Let's, like, dig into what these antivirals are for hepatitis C. And whales. Okay. The following is an actual advertisement. Our sponsor for Petri Dish is a product that I literally have been using every day, Athletic Greens. So I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, maybe if I wasn't a garbage person, then I would actually be cooking completely balanced meals and eating them for every meal of the day and taking them into work and all this stuff. But just realistically, I don't have the time or energy for that. You know, like I'll do some meal prepping and I'll cook some things. But realistically, sometimes I just eat junk food or something. And it's it's a really good way to be able to get a bunch of vitamins and nutrients that 
normally you could get in a very well-balanced diet. But, hey, let's be realistic. Is this like a smoothie? (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Do you want me to describe that earlier? Yeah, so basically the way that Athletic Greens comes is in uh, powder form. Okay. And what the powder is, is it's a powder of things like spirulina and a bunch of other greens, vegetables, essentially. Right. And so it has over 75 different vitamins. It's kind of like taking a multivitamin pill. Right. Except because you're usually taking it in some kind of food or drink form, it's a little bit more bioavailable. You're absorbing it a little bit easier. And it kind of tastes good. Right. Vitamins are bullshit. (laughs) except in athletic greens no i think just the broad point the broad point is that vitamins are real our bodies do need them (laughs) right 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 right. it's just that a lot of times people will not have a well enough balanced diet to actually get all the vitamins they need right and athletic greens gives a good way to be able to get that when it comes they typically recommend sort of the base way to do it is to dissolve the powder in some water and you like shake it up in this little shaky container they give you I thought that was pretty good, but I kind of like it mixed in with some Greek yogurt. So that's the way I've been uh, eating it. That sounds it. good. I think it's fun. Guys, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, there's two guys who talk on this pod, me and Sean. One uses Athletic Green, Sean. I don't. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking too hot these days. <laughs> I'm not looking too great. Look, uh, you know, I look worse than Sean. And Sean has recently had a dead man's knee implanted into his knee. So, uh, so you know, that's great, and I, I think a lot of that comes down to Athletic Greens. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. Look, so one of the cool things about getting an Athletic Greens subscription now is that the subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, like an extra vitamin D supplement, which is important because, frankly, almost none of us get enough vitamin D in our diet. It's one of the most common issues with people is yeah. that they'll have low levels of vitamin D, and so this is a good way to get it. And you know, it's all year round, including those winter months. When we're all staying inside. Like, yeah. well, it's or inca- those summer months when you're still staying inside. I Maybe like computer games. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to say about it. Yeah, dude. I'll be playing a lot of Path of Exile. And, you know, it's the kind of thing that's affordable. It's on par with having a multivitamin, right? And it's been reviewed a lot. Over 7,000 five-star reviews, according yeah. to the ad copy. All from scientists. <laughs> so it's been peer-reviewed. Well, at the end of the day, there's nothing really wooey-woo about this product. Right. It's vitamins in powder form. Right. Mix it with some stuff and eat it. Right. I'm a skeptical guy. A lot of health stuff I think is, I don't, I don't, I'm I'm skeptical about. But this, this is sure shit. (laughs) It's just like a bunch of vitamins. It's pretty straightforward. And I guess uh, here's some ad copy I'm supposed to read verbatim. Right now, (laughs) it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Uh, That's actually true. I will say one place where vitamins play a really big role is in the functioning of your immune system. And so if you're not eating a well-balanced diet, your immune system can have some detriment to it due to not having enough vitamins. So, you know, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day or with some Greek yogurt. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy. That shit is expensive, dude. Yeah, it can add up for real. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash emerging, because we're an emerging podcast. That's what they've decided. Uh, again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging, E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's kind of like... um. How poor people call themselves lower middle class. <laughs> Emerging pot, I'll take it. 
<laughs> anyway, guys, go get this shit. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly what it's like. Go buy a blood of greens. <laughs> you are right. All right, so what do you want to tackle first? Welsh history in the Shakespeare Henriad or antivirals? Oh. Yeah, wow. that's esoteric. You, huh? know, you know some interesting things. I know some Welsh shit, dude. <laughs> I love Wales. Isn't Wales where, like, uh, the there's, like, uh, Arthur and some dragons and shit? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the Pendragon shit yeah, was kind of, kind of Welsh, about Wales. Right? Yeah. I mean, Wales used to occupy, like, a very mystified role in sure. English culture. Sure. Scotland, they were dirty and, like, hard to invade. Sure. And Ireland was just, like... I mean, they didn't even treat Irish people as human. That's like where, like, like modern notions of race were invented by the Elizabethans in their conquest of Ireland. Sure. Wales kind of occupied the same role as, like, Humboldt County in California. Oh, where you, know, you get the weed. kind of weirdo fairy types, you know? <laughs> they live in barrows. <laughs> magic, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, Hobbits in Wales and, and hills. That's beautiful. Uh, I've always been confused because looking at a map, it just looks like a little lump on right. England. And it's like... It's a lot of hills, was, actually. What was keeping anyone out of there? You know what it's I mean? bad weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to remember that, like, a hill to us that just looks like Redondo Beach to yeah. them is a mountain. That's true. Right? It's a different time. That's true. Yes. Yeah. The English... Notoriously bad at climbing hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took him like 600 years to like... yeah, Weak ankles, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. don't have the ankles for it. All right. Harry Kane, the footballer. That's an esoteric <laughs> reference for Tottenham fans. Wow. Weak ankles. Okay. 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 Anyway, anyway. Antivirals. Okay. So we don't need these for Hep B because we got a vaccine. Yep. Hep C, we can only get rid of with antivirals. Yes. Several drugs on the market right now approved all over the world for curing Hep C. Okay. And they've got a lot of names. Curing. Curing. You can actually cure Hep C. Oh. Yeah, you, wow. just, you need to get the nice antivirals, which sometimes yeah. are expensive. Okay, who are these? Uh, who are these elves? Velpatisvir, Voxilaprevir, Sophosbuvir. And it's like not a problem that they're played by black actors because they're perfectly cast. It's yeah. like I don't understand the backlash. The only thing I've heard is that some people are mad. No, this is not the only thing I've heard. But the funnier thing that I've heard is some people are mad that there's only one black elf, and they're like, "Have a shitload uh, of black elves. <laughs> they should have hired more black actors." So you're there's in like such a, group a liberal of bubble. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Uh, and whereas I'm like, "Where are all the Asian elves at?" I know. Asians That's already look question. like elves. Am I right? Yeah. You know, like I've watched Chinese. I've seen them. Mujia or yeah. whatever. You know. Okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about, like Chinese teen... Is that like Chinese Pornhub? No. No. <laughs> don't say that on the pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get banned. <laughs> from Xi Jinping. Uh, no, no, no. Like, like, I think it's... I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's like the genre of like fantasy... Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> right. I know what you're talking about. Okay, already. but anyway. Um, yeah, man. No, the new Lord of the Rings show is like just good. And I don't understand how people don't like it except Raw racism right like i get if you're just like full-blown racist you don't like it but if you're not full-blown racist it's like good it's like a good show it's so much better than i expected because i thought i was gonna hate this shit i had no excitement whatsoever and i read one good review and i was like okay and i saw it and i was like what yeah, well, <laughs> i was flabbergasted i'm it's gonna watch good. it i'm gonna watch it and dude you know me and sean played lord of the rings online yeah so dude we have like fucking got deep in Casa Doom, you yeah. know? Oh, dude. We were, we were, like, way dude, in you there. you see the Kingdom of Eregion, right? Yeah. Okay. And, like, Celebromir? Who I've been saying Celebromir this whole That's time. That's what I was saying, too. Hard C. Oh, shit. Whoa. Like, like Celtic, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect. I mean, yeah, it, now, it makes sense now, yeah. Fucking Tolkien, and you And, dude, nerd. the Harfoots are great. <laughs> Goddamn Tolkien. And, like, the whole thing about, like, the race-blind casting is, like, dude, everyone is perfectly cast. Yeah, well. Right, like... 
they're so perfectly cast, it makes me think like, I don't know why we care so much about black and white. Because like, they're all hobbits. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, sure. Like, like, literally. Like, you look at the hobbits, and you're like, oh, my God, these people are all hobbits. And then afterwards, you're like, wait a minute. Sure, some are black actors, some are white actors. Black and white is like seven alleles. Sure. Like, this guy looks like a hobbit. Yeah, yeah. He's a hobbity little fucker. Sure. Crazy, gotcha. man. Crazy, man. Yeah, well, so... I've never been less racist than watching Lord of the Rings, <laughs> except vis-a-vis the differences of the different races of elves. There's been a lot of stuff relating to this race thing coming up. Like the Little Mermaid was a big right. hubbub. It's like, look, the only good reason to do crass bullshit remakes of all these Disney classics mm-hmm. is at least to recast the lead. Yeah. Because right? otherwise it's all, like, I have so little respect for, like, I mean, who cares what I think? But, like, I have so little respect for them remaking all this garbage. Yeah. Except for, the, like, at least... At least have yeah. a different aerial. Switch, switch it up, yeah. I mean, that's like the only redeeming quality about it. Yeah, and then make make it, you know, so that little girls who want to see a Disney princess that looks like them, yeah. except it's a mermaid, but besides the mermaid part. That? Yeah, that's great. It's great. And, and like, you know, because you know they're going to add like four awful songs to, sure. the, to this Probably. version. It's going to be such a piece of shit. Yeah. At least it'll have. Like, <laughs> at least it'll be more diverse. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Wow, fuck. A lot of rants What today. were you we even talking about? Oh, yeah, we were talking about... so the... much pent up about pop culture you, right now. You've, you've had a lot. You've, really, like, you've been doing a lot. <laughs> and you need to watch some. <laughs> you've been doing a lot. I'm going to have to talk about that the, on the, the pod. The people need to understand on the podcast. Okay, like, a podcast audience needs to understand that I'm a busy person. <laughs> I'm a busy person and I am sleepy a lot of the time. Okay, I just want everyone to know. Whereas I am an impoverished father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, that that's the part that doesn't make sense. Because, like, technically... You're at right. least as busy as I am, if not busier. Yeah. But somehow you're watching all this shit. How you doing it? I don't know. I know you have two hours at night to like have a thing. Yeah, on. but I'm playing games. <laughs> see, well, see, that's what it is. is I play less video games than I used to. Oh, there you go. I mean, during the day, I'll, like, what's funny is I have all these hours logged on Warhammer 3 now. Because you're just like sitting there. Yeah, it's like I forget to turn it off. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> Well, fuck. Okay. We need to get back to this episode. Are you kidding me right now? No, but this is like really good pods have these digressions. <laughs> it's not just dick jokes. I mean, I think this that's is true. Good. I think that's true. But <laughs> I'm like proud of myself for the first time in years. <laughs> well, I'm, I have mixed feelings about that statement, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like so happy to be part of the zeitgeist in a positive progressive uh, way for that's once. Good. That's good. Yes, that's true, actually. Because usually I'm just such a curmudgeon. Normally, Nathan's pretty regressive. When it comes <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. He's like, why can't everything be Citizen Kane? I just don't like Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, He's really handsome. Yeah. I like looking at him. That's most of it for me. Don't let him make movies. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Some of them are good. I really like the TV show, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Uh-huh. I find the movie kind of dull. Oh, me too. Thank yeah. someone fucking do. I swear to God, I'm with you on that one. People have like, I've like been trapped in an outhouse <laughs> for days because someone locked me there because I didn't like that movie. <laughs> I I think the show is clearly superior, and I think that the movie it's has Matt Berry. The yes, well, yes, Matt Berry's so fucking good. Yeah, he's got so much fucking. Charisma. They're all good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. It's just the the movie I think is a fun premise and is fun for a little bit, and then is is kind of boring. A little though. boring. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yep. Sean. Shut up. <laughs> Am I right? God, you're a oh, fucking dumbass. Okay, look. I'm trying to talk about Hepsi. So when it comes to antivirals, the fight Hepsi. Well, wait, bas- let's re-say real quick. What are the names of the of the three antivirals? You're going to make me say them again? They're well, hard yeah. to say. Well, I mean, that's where the digression starts. Valpatosphere, Voxilla Prevere, 
So, Fos Bouvier. So, and do you think they're Sylvian elves or Noldorfs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. So, there's a lot of other ones. Okay, that's not the point. The point is that there's three main ways that they can hit hepatitis C. Okay. One class of the drugs disrupts a viral protein called NS34A serine protease. It's a viral enzyme that helps process the other viral proteins to actually be able to build the virus. Because mm. basically when the virus's genome is getting read by our bodies, because right. it hijacks our body, right? As it's being read out and turned into a protein, it's turned into the, the big, like, mush, chimeric protein that doesn't do anything. So what the virus needs is it needs another protein to come along and actually cut up that protein into pieces that actually work, okay? All and right. so without that protease you actually cannot form a functional virus at the end of the day okay another target of the drugs is ns5a which is an important virus protein that doesn't do that much on its own but it binds a lot of the other virus proteins to help the virus make copies of itself and it's five times as dangerous as the nsa (laughs) ns5a motherfucker Um, national security administration 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 administration, because i spit hot fire Beautiful. Uh, Other drugs are used as well, like drugs that help prevent the virus from making copies of its RNA because it looks like the nucleotides, and so it binds into the spot, and then you can't make the full Smart. Yeah. So when used together for the full treatment course, like the whole time you're supposed to take it, if you take all of the drugs that you're supposed to, all three different ways of fucking with the virus, 90% of people can be cured of hepatitis C. Okay, but there's got to be crazy side effects. Well, see, the thing is, there's actually not too many side effects of the treatment, typically. Typically, people actually feel pretty good while they're taking it. Well, thank God you can only take half the treatment and be fine, and it's cheap. (laughs) So that's the thing, is the bigger issue is that this is a lot of different drugs you have to take, right? You have to take, like, at least three, Three if not more drugs. And each one of those drugs are not cheap, okay? And there's, like, 58 million people with chronic hepatitis C infections and 1.5 million new infections every year. Do you have a general sense of the demography of hep C, especially the geography? Uh, yes, yes. It has a tendency to be amongst poorer people, typically in urban-ish areas. And uh, the demography is mostly in developing countries. Yeah. I think you mean the capitalist disadvantaged? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the exploited. But, okay. Okay, um, so support so people in shithole countries get a lot of this. I know, I know. You're so careful. <laughs> 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 so another issue, though, is that, like, you can get infected with hep C, mm. maybe have a little bit of an acute response where you don't feel well, you're, like, feverish or something. But then it goes away, and you kind of don't know you have hep C, really. Sexy. Right? And so there's a lot of people who have it and just, like, really don't know they have that infection for a while and right. keep spreading it. And... Even once you're cured of hep C, this, this is the issue with a cure from antivirals instead of a vaccine, right. is even once you're cured, you can get hep C again, right? Right. So, you know, if you're in an environment where you might be more likely to get hep C, for example, if you were an intravenous drug user. Right. Or had a, an addiction to transfusion of blood. Exactly. If you're, <laughs> if you're a serial transfuser, okay, <laughs> then the issue is that you could be treated and cured of hep C, but then you could get it again. Wow pretty soon after, right? And then you'd, of course, need another course of treatment. And so none of that means that people shouldn't get treated. Of course, everyone should get treated for it. But that's one of the reasons why it would still be great to have a vaccine. Right. Is to truly actually be able to make it so that people can't get reinfected. That's too evasive. 
Yeah, it's very immune evasive. It's very good at kind of not generating a full immune response. Mm. And actually, we're not totally sure how it's doing that so well. It's an area of a lot of study. If we understood that better, we might be able to make a vaccine better. It's probably so small that it's indeterminate. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like a quantum thing? Yeah, yeah. It's probably so small. It's like a hep quark. I, I fucking I hate the day that you learned anything quantum. You know I, it's what like I mean? a hepatitis like, quark. Got, you know, got so fucking far on this. It's like it's, just, it's like a wave. It's like a wave function before it collapses, See, right? Like, like you are the reason I know YouTube was a mistake because it taught you quantum, and then now you've only been quantum. So now it goes. <laughs> That's the sound a, a quantum particle makes while it's virtual. It's so terrible. It's so and, terrible. And so it's like really hard for vaccines to deal with it's, it. It's so frustrating because vaccines are. are are a little more macro in their scale. Oh. And so they're not quantum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And they're like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? I think that was a quantum particle. <laughs> oh, where'd it go though? <laughs> yeah, that actually uh, doesn't work. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And you should run that one up the ladder. Okay. You should... <laughs> Talk to my manager at the bar. Get, get that to the get that to the president of vaccines. <laughs> my president is in charge of Paradise Lagardas, yeah. a broader conglomerate of airport bars. Oh, okay, so I don't know if we're supposed. That's a to... funny phone call for him to get, huh? I don't know if we're supposed to take another break. So we're gonna All pretend right. this is a break. Let's take a break. But if we don't need it, Stacy, cut it up. Okay. <laughs> we. All right, guys. So we're back. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Look, uh, we want. I wanted to. Bonus. End, I wanted to end this episode out uh, with something work. that we yes <laughs> that we mentioned last episode. This virus called Torque Tenovirus or TTV. Okay. So when I was looking through a bunch of hepatitis viruses, this TTV came up. And uh, TT virus was identified as <laughs> potentially causing hepatitis. Fuck you, dude. I know you did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, it was identified as potentially causing hepatitis since they found that people who had symptoms of hepatitis also had this virus. Cool. But after they looked around some more, they found that kind of everyone has this virus. Even people who don't have symptoms. No. Um, of hepatitis or anything. What percentages are we talking about? Uh, 68 to 95% of all humans on Earth. Wow. All right. Yeah. So that's like Adam and Eve (laughs) had TT virus. It's like, for whatever reason, pretty much everybody on Earth has this virus in them. Right. Wow. Just like floating around in our bloodstreams. For 6,000 years. Keep going. Don't let me stop. (laughs) So older people tend to have more of the virus chilling out in their bloodstreams, but younger people have it too, just at lower levels. All right. And like, what the fuck is this virus doing, right? Like, what cells is it infecting? It's not making us sick, right? Like, like people aren't just walking around every day sick. So like, we're not mounting an immune response, clearly. What's going on, right? So I read one study that found that TTV has nothing to do with Alzheimer's disease. So that's good. (laughs) So, somebody was clearly like just trying like reaching for anything what if what if it's like something really cool like it helps break down the bicameral mind or something sure yeah yeah maybe that was a, like there was, a, there was like a physical barrier that yeah. made this bicameral and then like this virus broke it down yeah yeah that's why the the wow. scent in the house doesn't make any sense to anybody yeah why right? have bicameral it should be you in the camera okay it's just one big mosh pit Ooh. yeah can okay. you imagine Everybody just like AOC and Ted Cruz <laughs> Like in a mosh that, pit. That's what I wanted to imagine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like Lindsey Graham being like, all right. <laughs> like Greenland being like, you get oh there. You do that. Oh my God. Okay. So 
when we look around the body to try to find out where this TT virus is at, okay, yeah. we seem to be able to find it in pretty much all the tissues in your body except for in red blood cells and platelets. Okay. But otherwise, it seems like it's kind of everywhere. Maybe it's being replicated within the liver and or bone marrow and potentially in some immune cells like T-cells and granulocytes. But again, it doesn't seem to cause any issues or deficiencies in those cells. Like if they're mm. dividing in T-cells, they don't seem to be hurting our T-cell numbers. So like what is going on? It can be transmitted from mother to fetus through the placenta or from mother to baby through breast milk but can also be transmitted between anyone via respiratory droplets wow. and by poop. It's like almost every option for like a way for a virus to get from one person to another. It makes sense it does everywhere. Yeah. The viral load, which means how much of it is in your blood, how many little viral particles are in your blood, it tends to go up when people are immunocompromised. So maybe our immune system is like keeping the levels down like a little bit, but it's like going from lower levels to higher levels when you're immunocompromised, right? Okay. But again... It doesn't seem to make you sick while you're immunocompromised. It's just the levels change. Cool. So again, what the fuck, right? Some scientists are actually suggesting that we use the levels of TTV in your blood as like an indicator for if you're having immune issues. So like if the level goes up, they're like, uh-oh, you have an immune issue. But it's not because TTV is dangerous. It's just because it seems to be a bellwether for how your immune system is doing. And so it's hard to even say whether I would call Torctenovirus a pathogen because like, we really can't tell how it's even hurting us. Right. And it just seems to be around and like everybody. And maybe we'll always will be. Well, just like really crazy. Yeah. Crackpot time. Yeah. What is it? I, probably the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's too crackpot. <laughs> is that too far? That's too far? You went too you far. Do you have any idea what you've done? <laughs> My entire life. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, look, we, we technically are supposed to say things to end an episode, so we're going to say thank you to Stacey Song, our sound lord and engineer, and uh, we're going to say thank you to Brian Allen for art, and uh, uh, Griffin. Street Griff. We love Street Griff. We love him. We love God him. love him. All right. Um, we're going to start slotting some ads in here, here and there, about a children's book that's come into our lives recently. Jack and Tito. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. It's written by our mother. Yes. Uh, Natalie Song Allen, and it's really good. But Guys, it will, it will legitimately, it will legitimately make your child cry. It'll, well, <laughs> it'll break your heart. <laughs> yes. And you'll be crying, and your kid will be like, "Daddy, why are you crying?" And you, and you'll be like, "Cause I want to die." <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't You'll know if we're it keeping when that. You buy it. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. That's true. It's, uh, it's on Amazon. You can do that. Uh, and then speaking of things on the internet. We have a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Patreon.com slash PetriDish. We Ooh. have an email address, PetriDishPod at gmail.com. And then we also have a Twitter handle. It is at DishPodcast. You guys, ich benign science. We will see you next time. Woo!